find your spot, put it in park. Here we go. What's going on, everybody? Deaver here, and I don't know what to say alongside my co-host Bush. I am lockjaw, wide wide mouth emoji. I Jim, just we have Jim with us. <laughs> Jim's here too. Jim and Bryce are here. Apparently, yeah. Yep. What the hell happened tonight? I don't know, man. We were having a great weekend. Saturday started off awesome. We have some great announcements to make for the podcast, and Sunday night hit, uh, which was supposed to be one of the best days of our lives, and it just took a total 180 turn. A total 180 turn from 3 o'clock on, honestly, when we lost our Carolina Hurricanes bet, to 7 o'clock with the Sixers game, and then what we just finished up was Game of Thrones, and honestly, I couldn't feel worse right now in the world. Mm. You're still speechless. We got a podcast to record. Find some words. All right, no words. Uh, just do beer review and get out of here. Yeah, beer review and out. All right. I don't want to talk about anything else. No, we got to talk. We got to talk here. Let's start with some good news. Let's start with some good news. Yeah, yesterday's no brainer wagers bet. Uh, yes, and then some other good news. But start with the brainer wagers bet. All right, everybody, Bush here, and I want to let you guys know about no brainer wagers. They are a sports betting handicap service that has offered 66% cumulative accuracy over the course of 10 years. It's these guys' full-time job yielding profits of over six figures consistently, and it's a perfect opportunity for a side come and additional stream of income for you. Basically, it's a group of four guys with backgrounds in data analytics, finance, statistics, and computer science. They build a time-tested algorithm that has compiled statistics in every sports sector for the past 10 years, and it's time-tested for success. They're easily accessible via Instagram at NoBrainerWagers. Send them a direct message or email info at NoBrainerWagers.com or NoBrainerWagers.com chat box. Yeah, awesome stuff with NoBrainerWagers this weekend. Um, Hit some good plays today. Um, Very reluctant and deeply saddened to say we hit on the Raptors bet. Yeah. Today. Yeah, we posted that one on our Instagram, you know, like chucking it up, like, yeah, like this. Look at these clowns. Yeah, like, picking yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Raptors, you kidding me? Two like units? on our home turf. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And it hit. It hit. It hit with uh, a double doink reverse action kamikaze would, slam down. We lost. I would trade every dollar I made on that Raptors bet times a million for the Sixers to win tonight. That was one of those bets that a lot of people saw on our Instagram was a win-win. I mean, it was either we won money or we or the Sixers won. And Deves, the thing is, I like, like even with the win-win, yeah, I still lost. I deeply lost. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the hound getting just my shit rocked by the mountain right now. I feel just like I just fell off of the red keep into a fiery abyss. I'm sorry, we're going to get it a little more positive. We're going to get a little more positive. All right, so some great announcements uh, this week. Honestly, the crew was crushing it over the weekend, and we made some great progress. Very proud and excited to announce that Free Parking Podcast is now available on Spotify and soon to be available on iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, the boys put in a lot of work yesterday from 10 to, you know, 10.30 p.m. until 5.30 in the morning. We were grinding it out. We had the DJ in the site, the website guy. We had Bryce. We had, you know, you name it. They were here, the entire crew. And we were just jam slamming everything out. The website, freeparkingpod.com, fully updated, ready to roll. Spotify, ready to go. Deeps. Yeah, man. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on the interweb, freeparkingpod.com. Awesome new pages that uh, DJ Nader has developed for us, especially one called The Crew. Check us out. See our favorite beers and uh, some other fun stuff about the Free Parking Pod gang. So um, without further ado, I guess that's the announcements for the week, and we'll go into the sad stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. All right. So here we are for the big sports topics of the week. Unfortunately, the biggest one we're going to address immediately right now, the 76ers. What the hell happened tonight, Deeves? Their season ended. Their season ended. Um, it, it, you know, honestly, it wasn't too off from the games that we've seen throughout this last couple months of the year, uh, just not being able to execute um, and make baskets, honestly. It was almost like a college March Madness tournament game with the amount of, you know, points that were scored tonight. Uh, I don't think either team hit. Oh, sorry, 90 to 92. So 
Um, they didn't get over 200 for the total for the game. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still, I'm still just at a loss. So we have Bryce Somberg, the director of comedic content at Free Parking Podcast here to talk about Sixers. Uh, you might have seen him on our social media tonight. He was going berserk for the Sixers game tonight. Bryce, great to have you on. What did you think about tonight? Uh, I mean, man, first of all, it's uh, great to be here, especially part of the team. But uh, you talk about the Sixers, and then you got Game of Thrones right after, man. Like, it's pulling my emotions every which way. I don't, I, I'm at a loss for words, without a doubt. But uh, the Sixers, man, I mean, it comes down to it. It's Game 7. It's tough. We're away. And it was a defensive battle. You know what I mean? There, you, could, you can nitpick everything that happens. There were some turnovers you can complain about. But in the end, man, that's a defensive battle. They're two good teams right there. And what did they have at one point? Seven plays the Sixers had offensively where right. they expired the shot clock and yeah. had a turnover. That, and the thing that happens multiple times, and that's not like a turnover type, like bad pass. That's you need to figure that shit out. That's that's not that's good mental. right there. Yeah, that's mental. That's that's, not that's something that's and that's when it goes back to everyone wants to bring it back to Brett Brown, but that's one of those things actually where you know what if you if you're running the shot clock like that, then you might be on the coach right there because. You got to figure something out. You got to find a way to score. If they if they find a way to score a basket one every two times they come down at the end of the game, they're going to win that game because it's so defensive, and they come down to it, and no one was scoring towards the end. Honestly, it was you, just the final basket ends up ba- bouncing in. Honestly, you could read the team like a book, in my opinion. You could read the team in, like a book every single play, whether it be the Reddick pick and roll, you know, on the move three, or and beat up top, just kind of shovel passing it to someone else. Um, I saw Ben Simmons low on the block a lot tonight, kind of just like irrelevant, not driving the lane, but waiting for a pass down low. Uh, That's one thing, man, like it's got to get figured out. You're playing a professional sport where the number one objective is to shoot a basketball into a net. And if you're supposed to be the best player, the second best player on a team and you can't shoot a jump shot, I'm sorry, I'm disgusted with the play of Ben Simmons, even though he, you know, he has some awesome accolades, records this year. He's carried the team at some points. If you can't shoot outside of the paint, what are you worth to a basketball team? Right. I honestly do not know. In the NBA, nothing apparently, because Embiid seems to just sit around the three point line anyway. It's so, so what, reverse. Yeah. It's so rolls reverse. Yeah. It's unbelievable. We need Embiid inside the key, inside the paint on the blocks, and we have Ben Simmons down there, and a beat-up top shooting threes. He went one for seven from the three-line tonight. And not right. only is he all defensively or offensively on the three-point line, he's defensively on the three-point line guarding Kawhi Leonard in a game seven. No, I know. That's not the match. And even though Lowry's 5'3", he still can drive past Embiid with his you know 7-2 frame. Like, there's right. no chance. Yeah, like, Lowry's not going to be dumb enough to chuck up a three in front of Embiid and get blocked. No, he's going to scoot around like a little squirrel yep. through his legs and score like he did tonight. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I got to put it all on the coach. I don't think we'll see Brett Brown next year. You're putting it on but Brett Brown. I'm putting it on Brett Brown. Just, just part of the schemes. I mean, like I said, I'm bashing Simmons for not shooting the ball and some other things that went on happened on the court. But when the coaching breakdowns are that bad, where these mismatches, where we have a better team, dude, are starting five crushes the Raptors five when they play well and they coach well and neither happen right. if one of those happened we may be talking about a Eastern Conference final berth and we're not talking about it tonight right I completely agree with you Deez uh, I mean I don't know if I'm going to specifically point out one person whose fault this is I think you know collectively it's a young squad it's also a coach who obviously you know didn't really pull the young guys together but you know like you mentioned man it's just it's staggering to see you know guys mismatched all over the court that like you said, is that's a coaching error. Joel Embiid marking Kawhi Leonard on the three-point line should not be a matchup. That, that and shouldn't I saw, be a thing. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs. No, especially in a game seven when you're yeah, five minutes left. That's do or die. That's do or die right there. That's all it is. You know, I just tried to find a silver lining and talk about how great the season was and how fun it was to watch the Sixers and be excited right. again about this team. But I'm still just crushed. After the season, we'll have Jimmy Butler in free agency. We'll have Tobias Harris in free agency. And this team could look a heck of a lot different Redick. coming into Reddick in free agency right. as well. This team could look a heck of a lot different coming in October. Yeah. And I think this was one of our shots. I mean, I'm sure we'll have another shot eventually, but this is up to this point, up to the pro, you know, in the process era, this was the closest we ever came. Right. Yep. And they failed with this squad that was assembled by Elton Brand and he's got to get back to, you know, the books and let me ask you something then. Did the process fail? 
it obviously didn't succeed. If you're not first, you're last. So did the process – is this the ultimate end of the process and did the process not work? Yeah, I think it, it moves into process part two. I think I think trust the process is oh, over. Oh, jeez. Great. Yeah. Great. yeah. Process two. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Years. It's process two. Yeah. I mean because now now they have to scale back right. with those three guys they're going to lose, Reddick, Tobias, and uh, Butler. You hope possibly, to find one of them right, at least. Possibly one of them come back. But they could just shell back down to Embiid, Simmons. And where are you there after that? I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. See, and I wouldn't call the process a failure, but this year we went for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you get Jimmy Butler. You trade for Tobias. Mm-hmm. You get these star players where our starting five mm-hmm. can easily match up with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was, is was one of those chances. Like, you have a window you talk about in the NBA. This is a window for us right now. Mm-hmm. You got Simmons and Embiid who they're young and they're going to grow, but they were expected to step up because we have – this starting five is obviously, like I said, one of the best in the NBA. Yeah, top and top three starting five, and they got beat by and they got beat by one player, right? And because they got beat by one behind Kawhi, and then they have Siakam who can score sometimes. But after him, man, they, there's not much there. They had a good bench, but even in the playoffs, their bench we had more bench points than them. Right. It, it doesn't really make sense to be honest. But it's almost like you got to take a look at the when I talk about you know getting beat by one player, I go to the Western Conference series that just finished Golden State versus the right. Rockets. And Golden State, another I'm not comparing Sixers to Golden State. They can compete with them, but they're not you know back to back champions, et cetera, et cetera. But the Sixers have a complete team with stars in right. every position, one through five. And even when Golden State had their best player go down, Kevin Durant, there still was somebody to step up and take the reins and exactly. own that team like Steph yep. Curry did in Game 6. Um, the Sixers didn't have that guy, and they were able to get no. beat by one player. I think what you just brought up is a, is a you know whole universal athletics theme. You look at the Eagles in the Super Bowl, their whole team went down, it was the next man up. Do the yep. Sixers have the next man up? squad right now? No, no they no. don't. Without a so doubt, they don't. Are they a championship team because of that? The Warriors were when they were no. a next-man-up squad. The Eagles were when they were a next-man-up squad. The Patriots are always there because right. they're a next-man-up squad. And the Sixers are being held back because Is of that, that the key to a championship? Is it offense, defense? Possibly. Is it next-man-up mentality? I don't know. What I, what I saw from the Sixers in the past couple weeks, it's like, who's hot tonight? Oh, okay. Right. Okay, Simmons is hot tonight. Right. Well, yeah, we're going to feed him the offense through, you know, the entire night. At least this, you know, Golden State Warriors know that Kevin Durant runs their offense when he's on the court. Right. When he's on the court. But for the Sixers, I feel like it was a toss-up between Embiid, Simmons, Butler, maybe even Redick if he was on a three-point game. One of them would be accessing the ball majority of the time, and it would flow through them the entire game. If all four of them are somewhat off, screwed. That's screwed. Done. You're done. You're done. If all of them score 12 points, if not one of them scores 30 points, you're done. The math right. doesn't add up, and you need one of those guys to be an outlier, to be a leader, and Embiid with his illness, Ben Simmons without his jump shots. That that's why it's so frustrating. Just fucking breathe it out, man. Like it's it <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you look at it. I just all right. So you know, we obviously watched the Sixers. Our jaws jaws were on the floor. But let's go over to the Blazers game because we had some scratch on that one, and that was a hell of a game. Yeah, very yeah. good game. Yeah, I mean, I I just want to come out and say that the Blazers have been my um, West Coast Conference, you know, Western Conference uh, betting team the entire year. I mean, say it, I, the entire mm-hmm. year. Whenever I went to Atlantic City, I would just throw a couple bucks on the Blazers because I love them versus the spread. I love them money line. I just think whenever they're counted out, uh, CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, they step up and they did again tonight. They were down by what, Bryce? Nineteen points. At one point, they were down by nineteen. Yep, and. I was saying it too, Dollar Dame. He he showed Dollar up. Dame. The guys that are big for them. When you're in the playoffs, you need your superstars to show up, and that's what happened for them. Yep. And they played a great away game, a game seven, just like yep. the Sixers. Yeah. Hard fought to the end. It was a battle. Yeah. And the Blazers ended up on top, and it could have easily ended that way for the Sixers too. But hey, I'm rooting. I guess all my chips are now in the in the Blazers basket, just because you know I rooted for them all year and. I mean, nobody really wants to see Golden State win another title. So, mm-hmm. but in all reality, guys, do they have a chance against Golden State? I think Golden State has a basically a wash win for the championship this year. They're just gonna, they're just gonna, they're gonna walk. The, I would even, I would even say if KD's out for the Western Conference Finals, I would still easily agree with Warriors in five. In five, Warriors but I would, five. I would love to see them give up a fight, even if it goes, if it goes to seven games, if and they goes, still lose. Yeah, that's still great that's because it gives whoever's coming from the Eastern Conference a chance. Yep, true. Which I just, I, you know what I mean? Like it's. It's good to see competition, but the Warriors, if they're going to be on that level, like the Patriots-type level, yeah. like a dynasty-type thing, 
then respect to them, but you love to see someone challenge that. You want to see someone beat them. So, And I guess with that, let's do our Eastern Conference Finals preview. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors. Sucks to say, but the Toronto Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. Raptors. You got the Raptors still. I'm taking the Raptors, yeah. Dude, the Raptors, look at, at uh, Green. You look at, De- uh, I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry. Uh, who's the? Siakam. Siakam. Those Siakam. four guys were the standouts. And Ibaka was like plus 20 tonight. Ibaka, okay, call Ibaka the fifth. He had a good game call tonight. Call Ibaka the fifth. He had a good game tonight. And let's go over to the Milwaukee. I couldn't name you one other guy on that team besides Just Andy Kwapa. Giannis, right? I couldn't name you one other guy. Right. Now, and the Kumpo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the Kumpo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so can one guy carry a team? You look at LeBron. He did it against the Warriors against five superstars. Is Giannis at that level? You know, I'm going to call your bluff here. I think if the Sixers played the Bucks this round, you'd be able to name a couple more players on the Bucks because I wouldn't be able to name a couple more players on the Raptors other than Kawhi Leonard before this series, to be honest. Other than Kyle Lowry. I would other than Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Kyle yeah, Lowry and Kawhi. But. but I think this series is, is really Giannis versus Kawhi. Yeah. I really do. I think it's another series of 1v1s. Yep. Um, not that they size up. I don't know if they size up against each other on the court itself, but it'll be guys who can take over the game. Yeah, who has one the through game. However many it I is. I agree. I agree. And both of those guys have the ability to put up 45 points plus right. at each game at right. will. And that's what Kawhi does tonight, And too. that's what it's Kawhi did pretty much all series. Yeah. Average yeah, yeah, yeah. No, without a doubt. He was averaging 38 probably, something like that. So whichever one of those players can kind of take control, take the lead, and run with it, Night-to-night basis, I think it's who comes out with that series. And I bet I bet on Giannis. I bet on the Bucks over... And I actually agree with that. I would pick the Bucks as well. But you also look at the supporting cast because they're obviously got two beasts, Kawhi mm-hmm. and Giannis, who are going to go head-to-head. Maybe not personally like guarding right, each other, right, right. but who has a bigger game. But the Raptors had trouble. Like They were struggling with yes. their bench. Yes. The Sixers' bench was literally their weak... That was their weakness all season, and they were outscoring the Raptors' bench yep. this series. And so, Here, here's my thing: in that series, though, the Raptors have, other than Kawhi, they have, like I mentioned, those other guys who are solid. If they're both inconsistent. Have a bad they were inconsistent. The series, though, if Giannis and and Kawhi have a bad night, right? Whose supporting cast will win the game? Right. The thing is, I think Toronto. <laughs> I think it's close. I, I actually picked the Bucks in that too. <laughs> I, they both honestly, they both have great solid teams. That's why I mean they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's true. It's true. But I I picked the Bucks. The thing for me is like I don't think Giannis has a bad night, bro. I don't think Giannis has a bad night at all. No, because he, he's not relying on shots or anything like that. He's, he's just the beast who's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna he's get tri- in the paint, points in the paint. He's gonna slam. He's it a triple in. double with shoes on, dude. Yeah, he's just it's a true. walking triple double. It's true. He had one bad night. It was the game he lost, game one to the Celtics, and he said, "I don't want to change anything." We're just going to tweak a couple things. Came back right. with four in a row. Boom. Series. That was it. That's pretty impressive. Right. So, like you mentioned, triple double with shoes, dude. He is for real. He's unreal. I'm for still real. taking. I'm still taking Toronto, though. I really am going to ride with them. Bucks, Bucks, Toronto, Jimbo. Bucks, Bucks, three, three to one. one, one Bucks. It's, it's going to. It's probably going to go to seven, right? You think it's going to be? <sighs> no, four? I don't think so. No, I don't think it'll go to seven. I, at least six for me. I don't know. I'm going to say yeah. seven just because. I'll be interested to see how much the you know, the time off that the Bucks got. In the past, I mean, right. they've been off for like right. a week. It no, they literally actually end up getting an entire week. So is that going to get I'm them curious. rested, or are they going to get soft? And you know what I mean? There's momentum. It's a real thing. Time are they going to lose that? Sure. We'll see. We'll I find out. Her. Wednesday. I say yes. I say yes. Starts Wednesday. So we'll, we'll find Who's home first? The Bucks are. They're number uh, one seed. Yep. Okay, so we'll find out, man. We'll find out. Battle of the North. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Toronto. They're up there. They're all up there. Toronto, Ontario? Ontario. <laughs> Ontario. That's how I say it. Ontario. <laughs> Ont- They're up there, Ontario, your way out of my, just, out of my studio. <laughs> about that? On guard. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the big sports topics of the week, uh, Carolina Hurricanes versus the Boston Bruins today in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Is, yeah, got some <laughs> bunch of jerks got sent back packing the rally. What was the final score? Uh, six to one, I think it was. Six, six to one. Yeah, total route by the Bees. They're going back to Carolina. For game three, and all the momentum's in the Boston Bruins court. Right, right, and I agree with you, Deaver, because I think that the Bruins are definitely going to pull through in the series. Uh, hockey's one of those sports, like, it almost, it's not the same with other things where they get momentum at the end of the year. The Carolina Hurricanes are the eighth seed, and they're running through teams right now. Like, they're going to the conference finals, but 
They're getting stopped by a wall called the Boston Bruins. Yeah, stopped to the better Brady, team. Better and team. And tonight, they looked like they could do anything they wanted right. on the ice. Um, man, Totally manhandling right. the, the Hurricanes. And I think they'll go back to the Hurricanes home ice and they'll weather the storm. And I think... Dude, honestly, we might. This game might. The series might end before they go back to Boston. They might they, sweep them. They, they might, might sweep them. Dude, after tonight, I don't think you really can come back from right. a total blowout like that in hockey. It was where bad. Basketball, it was bad. Like the Sixers were able to stop there. Right. That you know the one route game five yeah. from the Raptors. Um, I don't think you're able to come back mentally in hockey from a six one just thrash. Right. And, and the Carolina Hurricanes had hella uh, momentum, and it all got stopped. And now we're talking about it. We talked about it, how Carolina needs to win these two home games. If they have a chance in the series, we're saying they're done. So if they don't win these two home games, and they're done. But if they even split or lose, I mean, it's, it's they haven't over. They haven't experienced adversity since, I don't know, maybe two months ago, really? I mean, right. they, had, they had a Game 7 series versus the Capitals, which they ended up winning Game 7. They were riding high the rest of the way after sweeping the Islanders. They, like I said, they haven't really faced adversity. Uh, it is a young team, right? You know, the core really is Justin yep. Williams, um, you know, the, the experienced veteran. But after that, uh, it's a very young team, and with the Bruins, um, you know, experienced lineup, they're toast. Right, and they're Justin toast. Williams is the only guy with gray hair in the entire lineup. And yeah, I don't think the rest of the guys are going to The Canes are just, they're stumped right now. Yeah. They look stumped. Thanks, boys. Appreciate so. that. Appreciate that. <laughs> Cliche. You know, we have the same name, so yeah. that's about the only are thing you I related? can say about Are you guys related? We're not. We're oh. not related. Yeah. Are you the same person? Who would name a relative the same name? Are you the same person then? Oh my god. I wish there was a captain. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the Justin Williams captain of the Hurricanes in the podcast right now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to the Free Parking Pod. I'm Justin Williams from the Carolina Hurricanes. That's all I got for you. See ya. And just to go full circle here, a uh, quick touch up on the Western Conference Finals the San Jose Sharks versus the St. Louis Blues. Um, this Another one that's going to be a crapshoot. Um, San Jose took game one and another series that I don't think a lot of the experts really know how to call this one. Um, I think we'll see this one go seven. Not much to say about it. Uh, I actually couldn't catch the game the other night, um, but we'll be watching here on out. Um, it was kind of a lull after that. The, both their series went seven games. Um, San Jose, I think, is the more experienced team in this series uh, after facing Pittsburgh in the Stanley Cup Finals a couple years ago. Uh, they still have a lot of those core guys with Pavelski, Thornton, um, Couture. You can kind of go down the list of, of guys who've been there. So you think it's going to go seven games? I think it's going to go seven games. Okay. I really do. I think the Bees have a lot of momentum, or yeah, the Bruins are, or the Blues have a lot of momentum at home. I right. think they'll w- maybe even win both of their home games. Um, it really is who can steal one away uh, in this in this you know Western Conference kind of Finals. Steal that home advantage. Kind yeah, of that's the only chance they have of the, right. the series ending early. I think you know we could see straight home games getting taken here on out until uh, the Sharks pull it out in Game 7. Right. Boys, the entertainment tonight that we got to watch between sports and HBO's Game of Thrones, the penultimate episode is typically known to be the most intense. And this episode, we just found out who Daenerys really is. Yeah, so as Bryce said uh, earlier, um, we had Game 7 with Portland and Denver. We had Game 7 with... Philadelphia and Toronto, and we had Game 7 with the Targaryens and the Lannisters. And uh, it looks like, as of now, the Targaryens came out on top, Game 7. That's what you think. They went into the Lannisters' home field, and they spanked them. And they actually killed pretty much everybody. Yeah, not only did they take control, she literally burnt the entire city. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't like they just beat the team and left the court. Like They they now own. Right, and they talk about the Mad King. And it looks like she's following the footsteps to become the Mad Queen. The same and thing she swore to never become. Right. She was always there for the people, and she ended up turning into her dad, as far as it looks to us. So yeah, Daenerys hopped on her dragon and pretty much torched the entire city. Um, we saw a couple huge characters you know, find their demise, number one on the list, Cersei Lannister and Jamie Lannister. Right. Pretty anticlimactic death. I thought it was going to be different. I did. You were looking for somebody to stab her. Dude. Right. Somebody you, had to kill her. You were somebody hoping for someone to kill her. You were hoping for a murder. You, es- you didn't like her as a character. Especially after the Night King death where Arya jumps out of nowhere and just right. stabs that dude right. in, in, you know, in, the, in the chest. Um, for Cersei, pretty much the biggest villain in the show. I mean, the, the whole show is about the Targaryens versus the Lannisters. Not the Night King. Not the White Walkers. No. He dies. Awesome. Dramatic. Crazy. Right. She dies... With Rubble. her lover, 
who's her brother, and they just in, get crushed. In, they That's get it. crushed in the bottom of the the red heap. Um, no one even knows for sure. No one even knows for sure. They're dead, dude. They're yeah. dead. They're, oh, they're, they're they dead. But I like, mean, like, no one who, finds out. It wasn't I, like a murder. It wasn't anything we anticipated. No, I mean, I guess you could say Daenerys killed her, um, along with, right. I guess, thousands of other people in the city. You could say they win that battle, but you're not really winning much right there when you start burning the city and destroying the lives of innocent people who she... Of course, like we said, trying to protect. The other battle we saw tonight, the Clegane Bowl, um, the Mountain versus the Hound, final battle. I thought he was going to swing for the queen there. He let her go. The Hound let her go. He, he wanted care. his brother. He and dude, care. it was I, personal for sure. It was personal. Obviously. And obviously that dude didn't die because he was already dead. So He's, he's right. been dead for he's a while. He's been dead for a long time. The Hound pretty much stabbed him in the chest, in the eye, I don't know, pretty much every vital organ he had, and the guy kept going at him like an absolute yeah. maniac. No, he, he got a big dagger through the face, and he was still going. And, I mean, it was the Lannisters and those two. Like, that's the first time we've seen two pairs like that. Huge characters just dying. They're just, they're, you're gone at the same time. I got a question for the two of you. Being there only one episode left. Right. They're gonna leave us on the biggest cliffhanger I've ever seen, maybe in television. Is that I what don't. You think? I don't think so. Ooh. I genuinely believe that. Look the what they do with the Sopranos. I think they're it's gonna HBO. finish it. Yeah, they're you gonna think it's gonna be it. a bigger cliffhanger than the Sopranos. Did Tony uh, die? No, but no, I know. You think this cliffhanger is? <laughs> that's what I mean. You think this cliffhanger is gonna be bigger than the Sopranos cliffhanger that we saw? I do. I do. You think HBO will be able to top the blackout? You know, families that are on the diner table. That's, that's a good move for them. Yes. That's I a good the, move for do. them. Total cop out. I don't think they'll do it. They, they, they fought a ton of scrutiny right. after they did it to the Sopranos. I don't think they're crazy enough to do it again. They don't care. I don't they think don't they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. But that, I like that. That but is a, genius. But there's a chance. Because they always do what you don't think. But there's a chance for resolve here. I think there's actually a chance for resolve. And not resolve in, in terms of like everybody being happy and joyous at the end. There is a chance. Yeah, there's a chance of Danny killing John. There's a chance of John killing Danny. Like something could happen here big at the end. And when I say resolve, I'm not saying like, you know, all happy go lucky. They walk away holding hands. Like, right. no, but something could happen again where like this person takes the Iron Throne and this is how Game of Thrones ends. But think of all the major Where Sopranos characters. didn't have that. Sopranos was coming to an end where like. Wow, can Tony really pull this one off? I don't really know if he can survive after you know the whatever happened there at the end with the other gang, New York and everything going on. I think they have a chance to kind of sum this up. Last note on the script. Exactly what you just said is exactly why I believe it's going to be a bigger cliffhanger. What you just said was Tony Soprano. You know he was you know hectic with the New York mobs and all that stuff. That's one other mob, okay? And Tony's mob. Now relating that to Game of Thrones, there's Sansa, Arya. John Aegon Targaryen, Jon Snow, Gendry, um, I'm sorry, Tyrion, you got the Mad Queen now. There is six to seven major characters still on the board yeah. that all have, you know, Potential. odds to win Potential. the throne. But, odds uh, to win the but, throne. Yeah. But a handful of them that you named can pit against the one who is now the Mad Queen, who is now Daenerys Targaryen. They can all pit against her, dude. I think it's pretty polarized at this point. You have Tyrion, you have Arya, you have Jon Snow, all against what she's doing, killing innocent lives. I think they can easily, I mean, once they get the dragon, they can take her out, and Jon Snow rules, or Arya rules, they both end up killing each other in kind of like a Romeo and Juliet scenario where they both end up dying. Right, and they they were kind of showing that too, though, because... You would see Arya, she's trying to run through the streets, and whoever else is trying to run through the streets, they're, they're all escaping at this point. Like, they're running for their lives. They're looking up like, this holy is her. shit. Yeah, like, I mean, all, all three she's, of them. She's just burning it all up. She's Like, Arya's trying to help these women and their children out, and she sees them get burned. Like, I don't know, man. I like what you just said, dudes. The, uh, you know... The Romeo and Juliet scenario? No, no, they get the dragon. Like, John takes the dragon, because he's known to be able to... He has the blood. He has the dragons. blood. But... Is Drogon intelligent enough to the point where he, it's like it's not Daenerys? No, like, when I, I meant when I meant they when I meant they take the dragon, they have to kill the dragon. They have to kill oh, the dragon. So no more dragons left in yeah. Westeros. They have to kill the dragon to get to Daenerys. I don't know if it's a twofer, uh, but without I mean that dragon's loyal yeah, to Daenerys. That, that's, that's, that's the, the mom. Like the dragon's not gonna no, go, so turn on his, on the mother. That's you have to take out the, the mother. The only person that Daenerys has on her side anymore is Grey Worm. 
That's the only person throughout the entire sure, throughout sure, the yep. entire episode that turned semi evil per se, yeah. and went to kill innocent lives. So it's it's yep. it's pretty much her. Um, you know, it's it's Daenerys, it's Grey Worm, and the Unsullied. Um, verse and Dothraki. Couple Dothraki. There's a couple of them running around, but and the dragon. I, I don't think it's enough to fight the forces. Good. Maybe I'm maybe I'm an optimist. But I don't think that the three of them and a dragon are enough to fight the forces of good. And I think we'll see resolve in episode six. I hope so. I hope so. I need some. I need some clarity after the, this uh, this weekend. Of, so uh, entertainment let's go, sports. Let's go, Deves. You're saying resolve for the end of Game of Thrones, Bryce. What do you think end of Game of Thrones brings us? Resolve or cliffhanger? Man, the one thing I know about Game of Thrones is that they just don't do what you expect. So I really, I really this don't know awesome. what they're going to do. I think that Danny's going to end up dying. I don't know how. I'm thinking Arya might have to finish her off. But I just see her following the footsteps of her dad, being the Mad King. Mm -hmm. She's the Mad Queen. And Jon Snow is going to be on the throne. So you see see Resolve, is what you're saying. Yeah, in the end. Because Jon Snow is actually real like that. And apparently Danny is just burning up the entire city, which her whole thing was helping the innocent and trying to help the people. And now she's just destroying that. So. So Bryce's vote for Resolve, I have a vote for Resolve. Jim, what do you think happens here at the end? Cliffhanger or Resolve? Uh, I would like to say Resolve. I do not want to see a cliffhanger, but... What do you uh, think's going to happen? Oh, I'd hate a cliffhanger, man. Like Bryce said, you just... You expect one thing and you get the other, so... You t- every every season, every season. I'll go cliffhanger, but I hope it's not. Yeah, I'm going cliffhanger and... Not that I hope it's not. It's just that I know that's what it's going to be. So, like, I'm going cliffhanger. I'm sticking to it. I love it. All right. Check it out on Twitter. We're going to throw up a poll. How do you think Game of Thrones will end? Cliffhanger or will there be resolve? We'll throw it up. Uh, the poll probably the day or two after the podcast gets I'll dropped. Throw it listen to it. Um, and um, let us know what you think. And you'll hear our thoughts after the finale of this wild several-year-long live. Several... <laughs> You did it again, dude. That's like three episodes. We'll, in a cut, row. we'll cut this part. You'll hear <laughs> our reaction to the several year long ride next week on the podcast. Game of Thrones, episode five, out. So last night while we were updating the website, we created the new The Crew page where you can check out stats and info about our free parking pod team members. Uh, one of the interesting stats we put on there, facts about us, was. Your favorite beer, which obviously, of course, fits perfect with the beer review segment every week here on Free Parking Pod. Uh, but one of the members, Bryce, wasn't in attendance last night, and I, I selected his favorite beer for him, the Founders All Day IPA. Impressive. Impressive because, because Bryce walked into our apartment this morning to watch the Sixers game, and what did he walk in in his hand with? Case of tweeds. 15 pack of All Day IPA. All Day IPAs. <laughs> all Day IPAs, which he pretty much. Uh, instinctively picked up at the liquor store today. He walked in and I was like, Bryce, guess what? I picked that for your beer. And he's like, did you really? Well, I don't know. It's my favorite beer. I don't really know. It might be bugging. Hey, hey, I, I, I had like, questions about it. I'm like, if I really had to come down to a favorite beer, I was like, oh, I don't know. But like, I Bryce, was sitting here drinking it all day and I look at the website and it's saying my favorite beer is an all day IPA. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess who's reading my mind right now? <laughs> who's doing this? I said you. I said you sitting down watching the game. I was like, if you walked into the store and picked it up without even like skipping a beat, without even thinking twice, like that's my course light. I walk in like a store and it's like, right, you just boom, grab, grab that. that. It's almost like it's just going through the motions. No, you went through the anything. motions today. You picked up your Founders All Day IPA and you brought it here in studio exactly for the beer review happens. tonight. So Bush and I will be reviewing Founders All Day IPA. What do you think? So we got the typical kind of can here, Founders All Day IPA Session Ale. So ale's a good start. Um, I'm a big fan of those. We got a green can with a forest, you know, background. It kind of looks like the forest moon of Endor. If you're not trying to go camping in a Volkswagen, then are you American? Right. So what he's talking about is the Volkswagen that's also on the can driving through the forest, canoe strapped to it on top. It's a very very hometown beer for us because that's where we kind of grew up in the sticks. It'd be so much cooler if an AT. TST was blasting through here, like just shooting some couple Ewoks. <laughs> that'd be a pretty cool beer can. Oh, Sapphire Ewoks, but that'd be, sick. That'd, be sick. that'd be sick. But I like that. So let's flip the can over here to the back where the logo kind of ends, and we have a 4.7 alcohol by volume beer in a 12 fluid ounce. Is beer. this our first IPA? This is our first IPA. 
Wow. Yeah. Big steps. It's about time. You know, we went from we went from a college pot, you know, a college age podcast, and now like that, like urban millennial kind of like hipster. Oh, I drink. I mean, can I get you start with Natterdays? Can I get an IPA? Can you start with Natterdays? Can I get an IPA? Started with Natterdays. We have a beard. And now we're on the IPA. We have a beard, and we wear like funny glasses and yeah. skinny jeans. Excuse me, can I get an IPA? Yeah, that's us. Unbuttoned chest hair peeking out. Exactly. Oh, can I you get only a... do that when oh, we do it on purpose. You don't have IPAs? Oh, excuse. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll see you later. <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's uh, let's crack into this and take a take a sip yep, here. Yep. Without further ado, quality. Mm-hmm. What do you think, fellas? I'm gonna do one more step, one more step. It's quality. Do you wanna start? Should I start? Go ahead. You want me to start? Go ahead. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Go ahead. Okay. That's the whole point. Okay, okay. So the founders all day IPA, after my first sip, I kinda went back to when I thought I was cool. Remember that time when you thought you were cool and you drank IPAs all the time? At least I had that segment for a little bit of my life where, you know, you're newly 21, you could walk in the liquor store for yourself for the first time, and I was like, I'm grabbing a pack of IPAs. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 21. I'm 21. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm 21. I'm going to drink an IPA. And I had a stent maybe for, I don't know, six months to a year where I just drank these religiously. I'm over it. I kind of settled back into my realm. Um... Delicious beer, though, not too bitey, which is good for the non-IPA drinker. Right. right. Me. I am not an IPA guy, dude. And for that, I'm going to go quick to it here. Uh, 6.1. Yeah. No, that's, that's a very good rating for this beer. I am polar opposite of an IPA guy, but I'm here for the people for this review. One more sip for me. Not that bitey, which is why I could see right. myself drinking a couple of these. A couple. It doesn't have that bite that you have to go through. It's like you right. enjoy it. You, you drink it and you get full flavor out of it. Six. 6.0 for me. It's not one of those crazy like nitro double brewed infused multi-hop beers. Like it's, it's a drinkable beer. Like you can right. walk in here with a 15-pack. It, it's actually kind of several simple. Of them. It's, it's simple. simple yeah, there's not all too much day to IPA. it. Yeah, you can, you can be hanging day. out all day and you're just like, hey, yeah. grab me an all day, man. Yeah. I'm here all day. Exactly. It's perfect. Exactly. So let's, uh, let's throw it over to Jim here for the all-day IPA rating. What do you got for us? Uh, <clears throat> I do like IPAs, uh, opposite of you. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them quite well. Um... And this is a, a very solid choice for somebody that doesn't like them. So I'm going to give it a 7.7. 7. Whoa. Whoa. That's like that's substantially high. That's higher high. than Yingling. That's you just high. rated this higher than Yingling. Wow. 7.7. Yes. 7. Wow. It's a solid IPA. And also, he oh, jumped in so much more than us. And it's probably because he's an IPA fan. So right. like we can, I couldn't right. see myself drinking this no. like or, or purchasing this. At least right now because I don't, you know, I'm not in that. I'm a man. I'm 21 phase. Yeah, yeah. But when I get back to it. This is gonna be my first choice, right? And this is actually yeah. my first beer review, and I haven't given a, I haven't given a review Welcome, yet. Welcome, cheers! I haven't given a score yeah. yet. Cheers. Right? cheers, cheers! So hey, cheers to that! Cheers. I'm gonna taste this one more time since I know what it tastes like. But uh, I, I'm right in the middle here. I'm thinking like high six, low seven. Go ahead, give it to us. And I'm I'm gonna keep it conservative because I know there's a lot of beers that I haven't had yet that are really good. So I'm gonna go with a six point eight. I'm going to give it a 6.8. Okay. So, his Dave's favorite beer is 6.8. <laughs> yeah. Favorite beer, as in... Right, correct. Not the best beer. That's right. what I told you earlier. If, if yeah. I had the many fa- choices, I might. I would definitely pick something else, but this is something I can easily go to. Yep, the favorite sure. beer is not the best beer. We've no. all had better beers, but yeah. it's the beer you walk in right. totally blind, and you can find that case in the back left-hand corner of the store. You open it up, and you know exactly that the 12s are up top, the 18s are in the middle, right. and the 30s are right at the bottom. You go to Murphy's you know Market, it's right in the middle of the fridge. <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> Absolutely, though, Deves. It's it's very true. So let's uh, <laughs> let's finalize those numbers. Deves, what'd you give? Uh, six point one. I was a six point oh. Jim, six four seven point seven. And I got a six point eight. All right, there you go. There you have it. Founders All Day IPA Session Ale, four point seven percent. Good looking can. All go day, out and buy it. Do we throw it back to Twitter for the next beer review? I think we do. I kind of like that. The poll. Yeah, right yeah. now. Let's do it. Let's throw it oh, up for the next yeah. one. We'll Perfect. start, right. we'll so start a poll to decide yeah, exactly. what beer we're going to right. drink. So let's go around real quick. Rapid fire. 
First beer you think off the top of your oh, head. Wow. Matt, yeah, quick one here. Wow. Let's go around and these are the three these are the sorry, the four that we're gonna put on Twitter for the week to get voted on by the fans for the next beer review. Uh, who did we start with? I kinda came up with it, so I'll start. Good. I'll go Corona. Done. Extra. We've already obviously. done Corona. Have you? Oh, We've already yeah, done yeah, Corona, Bryce. You're a part of the squad, you should know that. Uh, we actually reviewed it. <laughs> we did. And I gave it a, a zero point like five. <laughs> Check right, well, I'm gonna be last, and I gotta think now. I gotta think. Hold uh, on. I'll go ahead and let one rip if if you want. Yeah. Bush. Yingling Gold. Uh, Golden Monkey. Oh God, dude. We'll be hammered by the end of the beer review. Golden Monkey, my choice. Okay, love that. Uh, let's go with another domestic light Keystone. Yeah. Cool. I uh I really like Jim's choice because I'm gonna have a few before we start, but uh, I'm gonna go with Allagash. Allagash. I, I think it's was that, Engl- was that English? Allagash. Allagash. Oh. Uh, can I have a country of origin, please? Um, New India. Can you, can, can you please use it in yeah, a yeah, India. Yes. Uh, I once had an Allagash before my uh, aunt's wedding. <laughs> okay. New India. Thanks for coming. Dude, we have to put up a picture of that. I don't know. Do you know? Heard you ever heard of that? No. We're going to put a picture of this. People will know what that is. I have a feeling really? we're going to vote for it just so they put us through the trouble of going to find that beer in New India. <laughs> Maybe I should have said Budweiser. I don't know. Yeah, something a little more simple. If we if that beer gets voted on by the fans, you're personally bringing that down There's, next weekend to the studio. I have multiple packs in my short house. Oh, great. Are we oh, in the short house? <laughs> yeah, we're in the studio. Well, the <laughs> That's studio the only place could they be the short house next weekend. Oh, oh. Is it not mobile? Oh. Or are we, are we stuck in the same area? Studio. Are you taking shots? Hey, Yo, come on. Dude, come on. You're, you're taking shots from my Allagash. Bryce is talking Game of Thrones language. <laughs> Allagash. I mean, Yo, look, you know what? I've been through Game of Thrones. I've been through Sixers tonight. I should be asleep. I should be... Healing my body and my mind because I can't take this. <laughs> All right, Bryce, that's about it. All right, boys, so we have we have Yingling Gold, we have Golden Monkey, we have Alagash, we have Keystone. <laughs> Keystone. So please go onto our Twitter and vote for your favorite beer, and we will review that. Sounds like Bryce's Beach House, hey, episode let's, 11. Let's go down the shore. Let's go down the shore, what, baby. What beach? LBI, right in Surf City. Episode 11, LBI, Surf City, coming from you. Right. If anyone else is down there, we'll have visitors. You can have guest speakers, uh, some questions if you're really (laughs) that serious about it. Yeah, yeah, Allagash this. Okay. (laughs) Caught it. That won't receive 10% of it. (laughs) Caught it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SID segment. S-Y-D-S, shit you don't say. We have a couple stories for you tonight. One came up last night when we were together in the uh, studio just pumping out some work deeps. So back in high school, there was a charity 3v3 basketball tournament. It was freshmen through seniors, and it was, you know, you pick your own squad. My team was in an elimination match against Deaver's team. It was extremely intense. That Seneca tournament is unreal. So basically, this is what happened. My squad is up by one. Time's ticking, because it's on a constant clock all throughout the gym. Time's ticking heavily. I'm down on the block. Deaver, tallest guy on the court, comes down. Not only does he make the layup, he calls a foul. Mind you, he's six foot six, and I'm 5'11". This guy calls a foul, ties the game up, and has a foul shot. Dude, you hacked me. Hacked this. (laughs) He's got a foul shot. I'm like, all right, one, I was fired up, and my two other teammates were pissed off. <laughs> Deaver's on the line, and we're all waiting for the shot to go up. Shot goes up. Boom. Deaver hits it. Obviously. Not obviously. 100% free throw. Yeah. yeah. Easy shot in the game. You got to make them. Yeah. Deaver hits the free throw, gives them 21 points, and they won the game off Deaver calling a foul on a guy who's almost a foot shorter than him. Explain yourself. So, so I'm going to start off defending myself by that calling fouls was a totally legal portion of this tournament. Totally legal portion of this tournament. No one said it's illegal. Yeah. No, no one said it. No. no and I got fouled. And I got fouled, dude. Being 6'6", coming to the lane, you take a ton of beating that people don't really realize because you're just a total animal and you're, <laughs> your body's kind of hanging right. off you. You put the basket in anyway because you're a man. But this one time, dude, I'm, I'm fucking tired of these gnats. Pestering me all game, swatting at me. We were winning. Big Tree has feelings, we and you winning. hacked the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. 
I needed I the points for my right. team. You hacked me. I went up hard and won. Bucket counts and the free throw counts because I'm sweet off the line. And y'all lost. This is why that this story falls under the shit you don't say segment because this becomes a SID, a shit you don't do. You're, you don't call a foul when you're six foot six and a guy who's 5'11 is down on the block and you made the layup and you called foul. You don't do that. Uh, don't I, ever I'm do pretty that. sure last time I checked, well, when we played it was probably 2016, but last time I checked it's 2019 and we don't discriminate versus anything. So no matter if I was 6'6, six, 4'6, six, 5'6, six, six, blue, orange, whatever color I may be, <laughs> you foul me? That's a foul, brother. And no. I'm going to the line, okay. and I'm cashing in, and I'm beating your ass, and we lost in the next round anyway, so we're yeah. pretty much all losers. But we won that game fair and square, uh, and I iced you. So here's what happened. As soon as Deaver <laughs> hit that free throw, and we everyone on the court knew the score, as soon as Deaver hit that free throw, my team grabbed all of our gear, didn't say a word to each other. We went to our respected cars in the parking lot and basically grounded ourselves in our room for the rest really? of the night. I didn't talk to Deaver for about two and a half, three weeks. <laughs> We're talking about my foul call, but how about that sportsmanship, huh? No handshakes after the game? F*** your handshakes. <laughs> We're all friends wow. here. We're all friends. Oh, your are, you, are you still heated about this? Yes. Like yes. It's still five real. Years it's later, 2019. It's still real. It's still yes. 2019. Are we gearing up for a free parking pod 3v3 tournament? My three versus your three? Is oh, that what we're gearing up for right now? On a 3v3 huh? game free parking pod? Can I get my yeah. own three? Team Deaver versus Team Bush? <laughs> yeah. I think it's exactly what it's shaping up as. Yeah. And is. guess what? This time? Hey, I'll tell you what. My no three fouls. beat both no y'all three. <laughs> and this time? No fouls. No fouls at all. No fouls. See, out for blood. Okay. You name the court. You, my squad will be there. You fired me up. If you, you guys, court, if you guys will, I'm going to have a take on this, okay? No. <laughs> hey, I was in the tournament too, and I still wear the shirt because it somehow still fits It's me. a dope I'm, shirt. I'm okay it's with a dope that. shirt. But, so, I understand <laughs> Deaver runs through. He's a big dude running through the lane, and I know what that's like. You're getting fouled all day. But my thing is, if you make that basket, you don't call foul. You don't call the foul. Because that's why we left. It's points. That's it right there. You don't need to shoot a foul shot whatsoever. There's no M1 in pickup basketball. No, that's my not. opinion. There's but not. hey, there's I mean, I, I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big basketball his, guy. He snaked his way. Schools. He snaked his way into the next round and got obliterated. Right. I mean, and actually, like, my my team ended up placing third, so we were ahead of both you guys. Just <laughs> just saying that. <laughs> <random>. <laughs> our not that it matters, but I'm just saying irrelevant, irrelevant, <laughs> irrelevant. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we can't really re- recall, you know, recount the, the instant by instant. Of the scenario six years ago, right? And but what we can but, do is but, grab our three-on-three team and see you next Sunday. But the last piece of defense I'm going <laughs> to say is like I probably called a foul before the ball even went in. I was looking for that. Like you fouled me. Yeah. No, then so. then where's your sportsmanship? So. What do I, what do I say? No foul. Yo, I'm pretty I mean, sure I did no, say no foul. Sending guys cameras. I'm sure we can yeah. infiltrate let's, five years ago. Let's go get that footage. I mean, that's the only way we can. You bro. know what? Like you said earlier, <laughs> the footage. I'll see you on the court. Right. My three hey. versus your three. Draft coming at you in a couple weeks. We'll draft live. It doesn't and, have to be uh, free parking guys. My three will take on the winner. I think it has to be free parking guys. Has to be free parking guys. Okay, fine, fine. What? Has to be free parking guys. Oh my god, we're all screwed then. <laughs> I think me and D were the only ones who know how to play basketball. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's why I'm drafted in first. Uh, with the first pick of the 2019 3v3 free parking pod draft, Ryan Deaver selects Bryce Somber. And I changed my opinion completely. Deaver is the man. He didn't get fouled. <laughs> he did get fouled. He called it. It was a good foul. And I'll be honest, team, we're going to win. Thank you and very team much. And you're <laughs> <laughs> I'll save my picks for the draft. If that's how it's going, then I'm all in. I'm all in. I'll save my picks for the draft. You're, you got something coming for you. My chips are in. All right, so we, got, so, we, so we got through this ship. This, this, <laughs> all right, so we got through the <laughs> shit you don't do segment of the week. Now let's get back to the natural shit you don't say segment of the week. Bush, you have another one. I again. do. Mother's I mean, Day. You just, Mother's Day shit you don't oh, say. Oh, no. no. Should we quick shout out? Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's, Happy Mother's Day, Day to all the moms, moms out there. And all the moms out there yeah. uh, who can now listen to our podcast on Spotify. Right? Love that. And iTunes soon, right? And iTunes, iTunes very soon. It was a little rainy today, but I'm sure everyone had a great time out there having good lunch, dinners, whatever you got to do. Hey, happy Mother's Day. So, basically, this is the shit you don't say for this week, everybody. I, did you just throw a bottle in the middle of my shit you don't say segment? <laughs> did you just did you just throw a bottle? All right, whatever. All right. Basically, I'm t- <laughs> so I'm sitting around the kitchen table with my entire family <coughs> yesterday. We were celebrating Mother's Day on a Saturday night just because that's when it was easiest to get everybody together. So I'm 
playing the podcast to my family, you know, about eight people sitting around the table. They hadn't really known about it yet. So I was like, hey, like everybody, like check this out. This is really cool. So I'm playing the podcast and everyone's like giggling and laughing at it, whatever. You know, it's family. So they're like, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, all right, yeah, like pretty, pretty cool. I'm not funny at all. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I play the podcast and there had been a conversation between my brother and my grandmother about, you know, 20 minutes prior about one of his friends who was very intelligent. But my, my grandmother didn't know that. So back, back to the present, I stopped the podcast and my nan looks at my brother and goes, geez, I didn't realize he was that smart. And everyone at the table goes, goes, what, mom? And I, I was like, geez, nan. And everyone's <laughs> like, mom. And, and, and my brother starts cracking up. And I'm like, nan. I was like, you don't say that in front of me. Like, you don't say like you didn't know I was that smart. And she's like, she's like, I wasn't talking about that. And I was like, yeah, okay. Pack my bags. You picked me up and we came to the studio. That night. I, left. I left. I left. You left. I left. The thing is, though, Bush, she really wasn't talking about that other story. She was talking about you, bro. She probably was. Yeah. And then she tried to cover it up. And I was like, damn it. But you know what? Let's turn it around. That's probably a compliment from Nan. It's, she's saying like, you know, she listened to the podcast for the first time. And she's like, man, I didn't know. I didn't know Bush had it in him. This stuff's pretty good. You really found a good co-host with Deaver because it should be sinking without him. <laughs> yeah, for real. But Someone's no, that, I heard Nan say that. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how uh, that's pretty much what Nan said, and I, you know, I I was a little shook. I mean, I knew I wound up understanding that it wasn't actually being said mm-hmm. about me, but mm-hmm. in the context, it was hilarious. The fact that you know she was like, "Wow, I didn't realize he was that smart," but said it loud enough to where everyone could hear it, and everyone was like, "Sheesh." So yeah, that's basically the shit you don't say for this week. Um, not so much a direct shit you don't say, but, you know, like a, an inadvertent shit you don't say about something else, but pretty funny. So thanks, everybody, for listening to episode 10. We are officially in the double, double digits. Ooh. We are officially in the double yeah, digits. We're in the double digits. Let's go. We have our own domain on the internet, freeparkingpod.com. We are currently on Spotify, SoundCloud, and soon-to-be Apple iTunes. Podcasts, iTunes. Dude, things are... Even though the Sixers losing... Even though Game of Thrones coming to an end, end, things are looking up for the FVP crew. And let's not forget, Deves, we are also partnered with No Brainer Wagers, a sports betting handicapping service who offers the cheapest prices in the industry for the amount of money you can make for betting on those picks that they have. So, you know, things are really looking up for the free parking pod, like you mentioned, man. And, you know, contact No Brainer Wagers on Instagram. Yeah, made some money with the boys this weekend. Can't wait to uh, keep letting it ride with uh, MBW and the FPP team. So again, as Bush said, that wraps up episode 10. Thank you, Jim and Bryce, for being in studio this week. Um, And we'll catch you next time. Episode 11, coming to you soon next week. Enjoy, guys. See you all then. Peace out. Thank you very much.